on this week's episode. The TDT doubles in July. But Disney and Gaylord combined to cancel Christmas. Selena's got tons of sports updates. And Susie Brady wants better carts at Walmart. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Hey guys, it's Swag and Repeat. We are coming to you taped from Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. This is episode 68. We did it. (laughs) (laughs) We are a weekly podcast that covers the networking events that makes up Orlando's meeting and events industry. We bring you the available jobs. We cover the breaking news and we chat with industry professionals like Susie Brady here about what's going on in Orlando. You can find our old shows, leave five-star reviews, and share our podcast by subscribing to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Pandora. Boop, boop. All of the things. Wow. Okay. And then whatever Todd Zimmerman said he listened on, it was like podcast addict or something like that. It sounded like that. Something like that. Have you downloaded Stitcher yet? No. No? Okay. <laughs> Someone will download Stitcher. Download Stitcher, send us a screenshot, we'll be send you some kind of prize. We'll be in a raffle <laughs> for complimentary bread during magical dining. <laughs> All the bread you can eat at Del Frisco's. Yes, that was good bread. It's so good. So That's good. why I always ask for two, and you always give me two. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. That and avocado ranch, those are the things everybody asking for. I'm like, these two items are free, just so you know. Like, they are complimentary <laughs> with your stay, whatever you need. As much as you want. Yeah. So you can keep up with us and interact with our hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Or follow us on Instagram by or searching for... Swag and repeat. Instagram is just blowing up. Blowing up. Are we at 400 yet? No. 500? No. Okay. We're getting there. Jeez. Like us like us twice. Follow us twice. Yeah, if you're like Selena and you have 17 accounts, then like us on all of them. And actually, don't like us twice because then you'll unlike us. So just once is great. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Three times the charm. There you go. <laughs> like us three times. Three times. <laughs> I'm one of your three hosts, Dave Bucklew, Bucklew Hospitality. I also have... Me. You. Selena Molinax. Gotta remember, it's a podcast, so you gotta say your name. Everyone knows my voice. Anyway, <laughs> Hi. My name is Selena Molinax. I work with Court Event Furnishings, covering most of Florida, and I'm also a co-host here, so you can hear me every week. You're welcome. Yay. Love that. People are still asking for more Selena, so we'll try and incorporate. You guys, I have like 17 segments, so I know. They're asking for less Joe and more Selena. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is not the Selena show. So we also have Joe Truitt. That's me. I'm Joe Truitt. I'm with Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse here on International Drive. Uh, the event planner, and really looking forward to more social bookings. Yes, and you run at least two different states, yeah. if not more. Yeah, yeah, I run a lot of them. However, we don't have stores in some. So, yeah, I, we have stores in Georgia and Florida, and I do both of those. And speaking of a lot of stores in a lot of states, we have Susie Brady here. Hey-o. Who runs pretty much all of Orlando as far as general <laughs> 100%, manager. 100%, yes. If you're an AD1 global hotel, you probably run by Susie Brady. Most likely. I mean, odds are. Most likely. Right? Yeah. Area GM. Is that... Proper, is that right? That's correct. Okay. Yeah. Area GM of which hotels? Uh, Best Western International Drive, Comfort Inn International Drive, and the forthcoming Aloft Orlando International Drive and Element Orlando International Drive. Where are those two hotels going to be? The two new ones are right by SeaWorld. Oh, so Central Florida road. Parkway. SeaWorld's yeah. blowing up now that we got what we have a hotel that we'll talk it's about a little bit later sub-market. that's coming back. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be great. People love Shamu. <laughs> Shamu's still there. <laughs> I don't think Shamu is there. I don't think so either. <laughs> I think they had to retire Shamu. Yeah, Shamu can't live forever. No. So we're going to do our question of the week. Did we come up with one? We have two questions of the week. Let's do the two. Yeah. Let's do the two. Do two. So the one that's maybe more thought-provoking, because the other one's like a yes or no answer kind of. So the more thought-provoking one is, what do you think is your most car-friendly food when you're eating on the go 
to get to like your swag or podcast? So this question came about this morning because Susie and Dave came in and Susie said, yeah, I had breakfast. And I was like, where is it? She's like, no, I ate it on the way here. I had a croissant. And I was like, that's not exactly a car friendly food. She's like, yeah, it's all over my car. Very So, <laughs> so this question is the opposite of that. What is a more safe thing to eat in the car, Selena? Okay. My favorite is grapes. Very yeah. That's so good. like, I know I can buy my own bag of grapes at different grocery stores, but I like gas station grapes when they prepackage it for you and they take them off the stem. Yeah, and it's like I don't know. It feel it's cold. It's nice. They do all the work for you. It's great. Yeah, and it's like a little thing. I actually learned that from Dave. Uh, we were carpooling once, I think, to Daytona. Stopped at a gas station. He got grapes. I was like, what is? That? They have I started grapes? the grape trend. So now, who knew? That's my new favorite thing. Is grapes. I don't know if they're car-friendly because if you drop one and then, like, you step on it, that would suck. It's still much more car-friendly than a croissant. True. Susie? Well, not croissant. I learned this morning. (laughs) Coffee is very car-friendly. Yes. Actually, coffee goes with anything. Mm -hmm. But my favorite car-friendly food is actually chicken nuggets. Mm. Yes. Do you dip? You're smart. a little dippy? In the car, it's a little harder to dip. Mm -hmm. You're going to have them dry usually in the car. (laughs) Unless you want to put it in the center console or something. Yeah. I like to do that at, like, Chick-fil-A, but the buffalo and pour it into the cup and shake it and then go from there. But I have to have condiments. That's a power move right there. Thank you. I'm a condiment queen. Like, I can find any way to make sure that I add more calories to my diet. <laughs> I'm really good at that. <laughs> Speaking about adding calories in my car friendly food, this is another nugget of knowledge for you guys. I will eat pretty much anything that I had like for dinner the night before like leftovers. Like I made a cheeseburger bake, like a casserole type of thing the other day. I will eat that in the car by putting it into a solo cup. So I hmm. eat anything with a solo cup and a disposable fork. Am Not I- like tidfoil? No, like I put it in the solo cup so it sits in my cup holder uh-huh. and then I can at a red light just pull it out and eat it when I want to. Okay. But you can do that with anything that you'd like. I, it started back in like 2004 with banana pudding. My sister's like banana pudding. It was delicious. I was supposed Agreed. to bring it home and it didn't make it home from Jacksonville. So I've now put just about anything in a solo cup and I'll eat it on the way. I do that with soup. Soup. From time to time. So used soup. To, that used to be my pro tip, I guess you would say. At conferences, when they had soup for lunch, I yeah. would just go get a coffee cup, throw it in the coffee cup. Then you can walk around and soup. drink it. Yeah. yeah. So funny story, before I moved to America, my frame of reference for Americans was Red Solo Cups from movies like American Pie. <laughs> yes. So I thought that's what happened. It's, that, like, Toby Keith. Accurate, yeah. Everyone just had Solo Cups. Yep. That's what we do, pretty much. <laughs> that, I'm not even mad about that being part of it. Like, <laughs> so right. Well, because I have them everywhere. Like, I have them in my pantry. I use them all the time. Definitely have some, too. Yeah. I Dave, what's your... I, that doesn't count you for know, your I, car friendly. No, it's fine. I have... I, I don't really put any thought into it. I'll just eat anything in the car. So pizza. I mean, I guess you can just grab it and just eat it. I don't. Yeah. I also, when I go to Wawa, and I do this to my wife all the time, I get the messiest possible sandwich when I'm in her car and just eat it <laughs> while I'm instant. driving. <laughs> she hates it. <laughs> I try to set up PJ, like when we have, like we go through like Dunkin' or something and we're on a road trip. I try to set him up by like taking his breakfast sandwich and wrapping it around the thing and immediately he just like throws that out and starts like putting the croissant to his face. So yeah, that's definitely not car friendly at all. What was the second question, Dave? It was Susie's question. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is a more serious one because okay. we need to know this. I'm a little more serious. I wanted one fun and one serious. Okay. My serious one, I'm just intrigued to know. Are you ready to travel by plane yet? I am. Yes. Joe Truett says yes. I already have. Oh, <laughs> power move number so. two. Man, okay. Yeah. I, I have been ready, but I have no had not had an opportunity to Cause travel. Because you just yet. got back from vacation where it you took drove. Like a yeah, it was a driving trip. Yeah, it was a driving America. trip, but uh, I am. <laughs> 
hinting at possibly going up this weekend to Atlanta to see UCS football game. So that nice. would be by plane. That so. would be fun. That would be at the last second, too. So. Yeah, flights I are no cheap. I have no qualms yeah. about traveling. I feel like I'm, if I'm you're wearing a mask in a grocery <laughs> store and at the parks, you can wear it on a plane, too. Same. Yeah, you can wear it on Same. a plane. You can wear it on a the train. Is, you can wear it on a train. <laughs> you can wear it everywhere. <laughs> well, not wear um, it here or there. So on the plane... Like, they talked about how it's the cleanest air and how they clean it and all the clean- cleanliness. I get it. I believe you. But I also the airport it. itself smells clean. Mm-hmm. I flew from Orlando to Nashville and back. Nashville, when I landed, because it was Southwest, they had just opened their brand new terminal, which is, I think it's Terminal C for Southwest. So And Hensel Phelps, which is a local architecture company here, designed it. So that was really cool to see, a brand new terminal, which doesn't happen often, except we have one here, too. <laughs> it only happens Coming in Orlando. <laughs> you know? It was very clean. Everybody was respectful and wearing a mask. And yeah, you wear it the whole time. The thing that confused me, though, is they still, Southwest still gave me a drink and snacks. So do I take my mask off now? Like I thought it was, they stopped yeah. doing service like I thought so, flights. too. But they gave it to me. So on both there and back. That's, that's a long time to go without. A drink. It's like an hour. It's a quick so two fe- hours. Didn't you say you're going to Phoenix? No, I went to Nashville. Oh, Nashville. Okay. I guess that's same, same, but different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for cleaning, they use the same things we do at our 81 Global Hotels. They have the electrostatic um, sprayers and foggers that put like disinfectant was, all over I everything. Mean, so. Everything's clean. I mean, get on a plane and go somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> get out and so travel. Ready. Once yeah. you do it, you're just going to want to do it more and more and more. Well, so. I got actually like Paul and I got into not an argument, but I was just jealous, like just super jealous because he's been to... Not that these places are ideal, but he's been to like Columbus. He went to Chile. Um, where? Columbus, Ohio? Yeah. yeah. You have good chili there. I thought you meant Chile. I was like, he didn't go to that country. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought too. I was like, how do you know? I was like, not Colombia. <laughs> and I thought he meant cold. Yeah. Oh. He went like outside of, of Nashville. He flew into Nashville because he had to go like outside of Nashville. And then he just over the weekend went to Colorado. So I'm like, what the heck? Well, yeah. Colorado's then, pretty awesome. Yeah. Except they're on fire. Like the whole well, state. This and they're also snowing. There's also so, snow. Yeah, isn't that weird? I yeah. took a screenshot of the weather right before he left, and it was 91 degrees on Sunday. On Tuesday, it was 37. Right. And on Wednesday, it was 44, Eesh. and then it went back up to 79. Like, I'm like, the what? All how the do you pack for that? So confused. <laughs> I said, bring a jacket. I don't know. Like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, I talked about it also on this podcast a few weeks ago. Ryan went to New York for a day, like, oh, quick yeah. trip. Mm-hmm. And it's been a few weeks. We're both healthy and fine. Because again, well, New York is still very shut down and they're confused as to how we're still having networking events because mm-hmm. they're still... They're still not dining in up yeah. there. Yeah, they're and still Jersey too. They get so confused when I'm like, hey, I'm going to lunch. They're like, you're doing what now? I love when I get the <laughs> guests that call down. They're like, hey, I'm, I'm here from New York and I just need to know like... What are you, are you guys allowing people into your restaurant? I'm like, absolutely. I have 400 reservations tonight. Come on in. They're like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, do you want an outside table? Like, you want to sit in the parking lot? What do you want? I'll, like, I'll hook you up wherever you want to be. We'll make it happen. But like that, those are some of the most cautious people. And I totally get it. Yeah. I mean, your life has changed completely. So to come down here and we're just like, hey, you want a vacation in one of our parks? Like, like LA County and Los Angeles, California, too. Like, they're still not dining. Nope. Right. The theme parks still aren't open. Yeah. In Anaheim. Like San no Diego, Hair salons closed again in yeah. San Diego. So like, yeah. Really? They canceled Halloween. Nobody's trick-or-treating in LA County. Ooh. You don't cancel Halloween. I don't no. understand what the here. issue is with Halloween. Like, you could go to a house with your mask on. I feel like people are going to throw candy at you from the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Well, you should have them in prepackaged like bags or something. Like, here's your Ziploc right. of candy corns. Like delivery. I can see Susie just hurling candy. I'm going to say that Tyler White. cancel Halloween. We already canceled Freedom on the 4th of July. We're not canceling Halloween. Right. No, I think people are more upset about Halloween than they were about the 4th of July. They're like, fireworks, yeah, we can get That's those. That's going to be the last straw. Oh, <laughs> Halloween. 
It's canceled? No. It's, that's no, that's not going to happen. I don't think that we could allow that. Are you flying? Yes. Yes. We're all ready I'm to ready. fly. I'm ready. All right. Where are we going, guys? Vegas go. to visit Scott. Yeah, because you've never been. Never been. That's crazy. You've never been to Vegas. Like, how do you avoid that? I didn't avoid like, it. It just never came up. I've been to Vegas many times. My so husband's 50th is coming up in April. We're going to Vegas again for that. So, See? She's only been here nine years. Okay, that's enough, David. <laughs> yeah. You know I'm in Vegas? No, I'm never in Vegas. I, I come in April. But the thing is, I don't I don't travel <laughs> that much within the U.S. Like, in the past five years, I've always done all my traveling outside of the U.S. Because I figured once I get older and have a family, we can do the road trips and everything. Like, Bucklew over here. Once you here. have a family, it's hard to go to Vegas. Right, well, let me mm, just tell you. I, I, did, I, I did might make a family with, in I Vegas. Who kids. knows? <laughs> You could start a family. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> hey, what happens there stays there. Well, it might not. Maybe, maybe I don't have a kid. Yes, formalities out of the way. Let's talk about it. All right, so next we have event recaps. But first we want to talk about I Said Yes. I Said Yes Florida connects couples to their perfectly matched local wedding pros every day of the year. You can find them at their upcoming show dates. I Said Yes Wedding Show on October 4th at Hilton Orlando. I Do and Brews November 12th at Hourglass Brewery. I Said Yes Wedding Show January 17th at the Hilton Daytona Beach. And I Do and Brews February 3rd at Paradise Cove. I Do and Brews is coming to Tampa in 2021. All right, so last week we had PPN on the 2nd. They were at Uno's pizzeria here on iDrive. I got to go to that. Uh, it was what Debbie is calling the resurgence of uh, Party Planners Network. And that had about maybe 25, 30 people. Very intimate group. It was nice. We were kind of in the center of the restaurant. It felt like we t- took the whole place over. A little takeover situation, huh? It kind of was a takeover. And it, it was great. It was a fun group. Uh, Steve was there. That He'll be on our show in a couple of weeks, as well as a lot of her uh, usual uh, suspects, I guess you would say. I love that. The usual suspects. The usual suspects. I'm trying to watch that movie. I have to watch The Karate Kid again before because everybody's talking about the new Netflix series. So I have to go back and watch The Karate Kid again before I do that. It has nothing to do okay, with Okay, there's no recaps. connection there, right? No, okay. no, that was just me thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify, this has nothing to do with the event. <laughs> okay. Also, last week we had uh, CFWA. They were at Holy Trinity. Selena, you got to go to that show, right? Yeah. And we're saying last week because, as you may yeah, have noticed, like we took a week ago. off. So last week to us is the last two weeks. But yeah, I went to CFWA. It was at the Holy Trinity Reception Center up in Maitland. They've gone through renovations. I feel like a lot of people took the opportunity during this downtime to renovate their properties and venues. So it was really nice for me to actually see my favorite thing was a dance floor of all things because I'm so used to dancing on their wooden dance floor and now it's white wood. So it just looks cleaner, more open, open space. Everybody, It was just a networking event. So everybody would go around to different tables or, you know, standing, sitting and connect. Oh, they also had an open bar. Wait, what? Um, that's why, that, that's why I almost went, but the date didn't end up working for me. But yeah. Was it a daytime thing? No, oh. six. Okay, just 30. I mean, it's okay if it was. I'm just saying. Yeah, but that was uh, fun also. Uh, started out with White Claws and ended with whatever was left. No laws with White Claws. Yeah, it was just good to be around people and connect and talk to them about what they're doing during this time. Obviously, though, the people who are showing up to networking events are, they're there to network, right? Like, they're not taking time out of their life to come here for no reason. So it's really cool. You have a mixture of college students to industry pros who've been doing this forever and what they're going through and just hearing what's going on with weddings right now. So you also got up to Jacksonville, at least virtually, for the MPI North Florida chapter. Tell us about that. Yeah. So that was last week and I did not go in person. I attended virtually. However, I loved that. So MPI North Florida 
is having all of their meetings, their monthly meetings, be hybrids. And as a member, you can attend any MPI chapter meeting. Um, and I just registered because I want to be more connected with that community. I didn't look at the topic ahead of time, but I loved it. I was very intrigued. And it wasn't one of those where I multitasked the whole time because I really cared about what the speaker was sharing. And so the speaker was in a wheelchair and, you know, she got used the ramp and got on stage and talked and presented about her experience. And the way it happened, though, she was just hiking one day in like 1998 and a tree just randomly broke and a limb fell on her. And then she was in the hospital and then that's how she ended up in a wheelchair. So she talks about how the things you don't think about. So when you're planning a meeting, do you think about XYZ? And she went through so many details. Um, so for example, she shared some people in the room that day that were in attendance were wearing the clear masks. So right now there's people wearing clear masks. I was very impressed right at the beginning that there was an interpreter. And that's why it's like the things you don't think about. Some people need an interpreter. Some people need to be able to see your lips when you're talking. And it just continues. She talked about even like having a seat for her because she's in a wheelchair when she goes to meetings. There's usually like from a four top cafe table, for example, there's a seat removed because that's where her wheelchair goes. Um, some people will put like a little reserved sign or something so everyone knows that's for wheelchair accessible people. She made some jokes and used real experiences. Like, for example, she went to WEC. I think it was the one uh, in Toronto. And she attended this breakout session that was for diversity and inclusion and their meetup was upstairs like it was just a few stairs mm-hmm. like five or six but she just sat at the bottom and she was like okay how do i get here and there was a few men and they were like hey can we like carry you up here and she was like no you cannot absolutely That's not. not happening no. and then finally one of the ladies holding the sign that said diversity and inclusion came down to her and said hey are you here for this meeting she said yes and they're like okay we're gonna come down here and meet here with you and it's things like that that you you know, take into consideration. Mm-hmm. We talked a lot about the disabilities that are not seen. You can't see a lot of them that people have um, and how that works. So it was just very interesting and intriguing and something completely different from all the webinars I've been attending for the last I six love months. That. Do you remember her name? Uh, nope. It was Dr. Rosemary Rossetti. She was great. Uh, she's amazing. People actually in the chat. So that's the other thing is the way they handled the hybrid. So we were on Zoom, but then there was like 30. So there was like 15 people on Zoom and 30 people in person. The ones on Zoom, we were able to ask questions and there was somebody managing our comments and questions and asked in real life, we were able to see the presentation. We were able to see all the videos on our screen. Like it was handled very That's well. Awesome. And she even used this uh, app called Worldly for transcription. And so we all logged into this app called Worldly.ai. She was speaking and everything she was saying was transcribed in real time. Um, wow. But what I meant to say is, even though I don't know who the speaker is, there was people in the Zoom room who showed up just for this speaker. She is well known in the end. <laughs> That's all I have to so say. So you and I, I loved it. also got to go to the I Said Yes a networking event, their September luncheon, which was at Dubs Dread Historic Ballroom. Yeah. What did you think about that? It was great. Again, networking event uh, with the wedding, wedding pros. What I like here is how more and more people are showing up. Obviously, a lot of us that did a lot of corporate before are trying to break into the social market. So it's great to see people come out and connect where the social vendors are and to see that group grow. Um, we made a new friend. We did. He was from Wales, right? Or no, Liverpool. Yes. And he was on Disney Cruise Lines for like seven years. He is a musician. Hopefully you'll be seeing him around. What's his name? We don't do good name, good names, no. 
I got his yeah, I want him card. to play live at a loft. Oh, yeah. His name was David Kenny. I will connect you. Have you ever been to Liverpool? I have been to Liverpool. I'm a big Beatles fan. So okay, they're from there, right? Yeah. You could tell we took a week off. Yeah, we're, we're going to get back <laughs> into this. Okay. But it was nice that they had they had more room for networking this time versus when we were at Bovine the month. It was, yeah, it was the a little prior. tight at That's Bovine. True. It was yeah. tight. It was hard at, to network. At Bovine, when you showed everywhere. up and sat down, mm-hmm. and then people like went around table to table. But at this one, we all just stood by the bar and networked during They past, did have a bar for this they one. They did have past appetizers, too. So. Really? They were like in cups. But that's still passed. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, how. that was awkward because you I had mean, your mask on. That was my only thing is I'm standing. I have to hold a little tiny cup with a little tiny fork and I'm wearing a mask. So how You get Gatorade on you. That's what happened. Yeah, right. that's what happened to my son. Got <laughs> yep. Gatorade on him the first day of school trying to drink. Because he didn't move his mask. Oh, <laughs> the first day. <laughs> it was a really nice place. Nice venue. Yes. I, you had never been there before, right? I had not been there. And I thought that's I'd surprising. been to a lot of places. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes I don't know until I walk in, but nope, I had not been there. I went to an <laughs> Easter brunch there one time one year with the kids. So nice. Very nice place. We almost we actually looked at it for our wedding, too, but it didn't win out. Where did you end up getting married? Oh, uh, Stony Brook. Mm-hmm. It's a golf club yeah. out in the east side of Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. So. Glittering Hour was last night. Well, last night for us. And that was amazing. Yay. What would you say? I think it was a great turnout. To be honest, it was the right amount of people it's like perfect amount it was in the space it i think it all worked out really well it was quality um great conversation magical dining it took place at del frisco's yes oh that that too that's important i'm not biased or anything it was really fun yeah whoever really set that up just did a, a killer job yeah and that. i was gonna say <laughs> joe maybe this i mean maybe this is how you are with all your groups but she was so attentive responsive understanding like she understood what we needed she set everything up like to the t and she gave us a special drink package, like everything you can think of. Yeah, was what was that experience. drink package? Like, it's just for us. It was just unlimited so drinks? Adverti- no. no. <laughs> okay, I think I charged for one drink. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> we are not promoting that. Don't you worry about that. Okay. <laughs> David. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the Dave drink. But drink. it was great. Um, the conversation topic for Glittering Hour last week was how to stay connected and I applauded everybody who came out because that's how you stay connected. You show up, whether it's virtual or in person, you listen to this podcast. So kudos to you right now for listening. LinkedIn is another big one. Yeah, I want to give a good nod to you for your menu for Magical Dining because you have a pretty decent menu, but then you can do the enhancements, which are like really good. Mm-hmm. Like that made it like amazing. So I, I And I haven't honestly done, well, I take that back, but I haven't. I don't dine often here, right? So people are like, oh my gosh, you work at Del Fresco's, but you eat it all the time. I'm like, no, I don't. Like, it's still, you know, a high-end luxury experience. And I love the fact that I get to be a part of the guest side of things every now and again and really get to see what our guests are talking about the next day when I check in with them. And it, I thought it was a great time. For, there was a, about 15 people, roughly. So it was just about the right the right amount of people and the conversation just flowed. I'm yeah. so excited to come to Del Frisco's again for Magical Dining. I haven't been since last year Magical Dining, mm-hmm. so I'm coming next week. So and yay. a lot of a lot of our locals, they come once a year. Yeah. And it's during, September is when I come that's here. That's it. Yeah. I'm like, you guys can come back. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know. What's crazy is before I went to Glittering Hour event, I went to Bar Louie, which is just down the street, and it's like a ghost town in there. Mm. And then you come to Del Frisco's, and there's like the uh, pandemic never even happened. It was like packed to the gills, but socially distanced, but packed to the gills. And it looked great. It looked like, you know, people were having fun and back and enjoying themselves again. So Yeah, we've been very cautious about how we've opened reservations. We don't want guests to be hanging out in the lobby or waiting. So we've reserved like the high top tables in the bar area and the bar top itself for you to sit at if your party is not 
complete so that you're not having any interaction with other guests. So you really won't see a lot of that during, especially the weekends, whenever we have the maximum capacity uh, for reservations. We just, we just don't want people to have to have that part of their experience. So yeah, it's been really fun seeing the everyone coming back in from magical dining if you go to places like eddie v's like that whole area over there they're just packed you know like these it's steakhouses i mean that's the best value that you're going to get from magical dining so you can only imagine the amount of people that are going to go there over the weekends but yeah these places are packed no pandemic there for sure the locals are ready to do something mm-hmm. this fatigue from this COVID-19 like nobody wants to be inside anymore they don't really want to go out or they don't have disposable income over the summer but now everybody's ready yeah and if you're doing it safely there's no reason you shouldn't you know know, I think it's good to have the magical dining price point because I feel like even if you go there you're gonna end up spending more right I mean I certainly spent way more than 35 bucks yeah yeah it's how they get you it's a smart (laughs) because you feel like you're gonna get a value but then you end up like oh I'm only spending 35 bucks well I'll get this I feel like everybody wins the locals get to try out the restaurants you know the it's usually a downtime in September for the restaurants, the charity benefits. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's like win-win-win. Yeah, all around, for sure. Right, so we also had Tribe. Yeah, so we actually changed last minute and decided, instead of doing it on Zoom, to try Facebook Live. And of course, there's glitches with everything. So the beginning was just fun. However, I talked to Melissa, the speaker afterwards, and she said that was truly a practice in mindfulness to go through technical difficulties and then, you know, be mindful and okay, what is going on? How do I feel? So it was really good. The topic was about creating a mindfulness practice for yourself and what that means and what it looks like. And really, it just means taking three minutes a day, four times a week to just be with yourself and feel what you're feeling and acknowledge it and all of that stuff. And Melissa Cucci is the owner of Radiant. And we talked about how that works. Radiant is a massage practice that also does facials. And she actually even has a massage that combines some type of yoga. I'm going to call it like Nida Nida. Nidra. Oh, Yoga Nidra. And Yoga Nidra combined with massage is basically like a mindfulness training while you're getting massaged. So it was really cool and interesting and wonderful energy. I mean, after leaving Del Frisco's that evening, I was driving and just listening to her speak. And when when you're on, I I don't want to say such a high high, but you know, we were in a lively group, lively conversation with a glittering hour talking with industry professionals to then listen to somebody that's calm and energetic and on their own like it was just a very good balance that evening ready to go to bed after that yeah yeah <laughs> I was like, all right let me let me do some meditation it's time for the twinkle music we've got selena the fairy job mother here with the nine to five okay i'm back and these might not be <laughs> jobs from the last two weeks they might just be from the past week but i always want to give you the most recent information so that you have better chances. I have been sharing some of them in the Facebook group, so definitely make sure you're in our group on Facebook so you can see those as they first come out. But for today, what I have to share is Holiday Inn Club Vacations is looking for a customer service specialist. The Pace Center for Girls is looking for an office coordinator. Premier Resorts, which is actually the Comfort Suites Orlando East in the UCF area, they're looking for a hotel guest services agent. Trellis 925, which used to be Hub 925 out in Dr. Phillips, they're looking for a wedding planner. I didn't know they changed their name, did you? Yeah, I saw it on uh, Hmm. Facebook, I think. Yeah, I noticed it recently, and you know what? It makes sense. I would rather get married at something called Trellis than something called Hub. That's Agreed. A, that's a good point. Yeah. So, yeah. Why'd you get married to Hub? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, it made sense as a co-working space, but when they became a wedding venue, yeah. 
Charles yeah. Mixer. Is that really what they're trying to do now? Just be a wedding venue? Versus um, possibly. Okay. The Orlando Magic, they're looking for a chief diversity, equity, and inclusion officer. Love that. Sports ball awesome. with yes. Yes. Let's go magic. And right now, I mean, such a hot topic and so much education certifications being offered in that field. So if you're interested, that's why I threw that out there. If you want to leave the industry and are looking for a sales position, Heather Lynn Bowen, she is now with Restoration One and they're looking for people from the hospitality industry. Also, the Celebration Foundation is looking for an office administrator. Morton's The Steakhouse, they're hiring a part-time role. Part-time what? Part-time role. A role, uh, okay. okay. For a host position. (laughs) They're hiring bread <laughs> yeah i'm interested He's back on the bread so there's a more. company called plugged in orlando which is p-l-u-g-d and they're looking for a meeting and event planner that one is not on linkedin so Uh-oh. i will try to make sure to share that if not look up that company name and last but not least amazon is having career day on september 16th which is did Wednesday. you hear about this like yeah to thirty three thousand jobs Every job and pays like $150,000. Well, that's the average salary. Know, average, um, and it's high <laughs> level jobs. It's probably like yeah. one COO that makes like $6 million. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those are all, all the jobs. What day was the Amazon career day? Wednesday, the 16th. Oh, that's this like Wednesday. And it's online. Okay. So, so you have to register with an agent and recruiter. So you have to go on and, and slot a time. So make sure that you do that today if you're interested in the Wednesday career day. So that's it. Great. That's a lot of jobs. He said that's it. <laughs> I, I think the song's going to run out. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Put it on loop. <laughs> All right. So next time for promos. But first, let's talk about PPN. Congratulations to PPN for starting their sixth year this October. Party Planners Network is a group of like-minded event sales professionals that come together to give back get more from each other, and grow with who they are as individuals and as an industry. PPN 2.1 on giving, getting, growing more is starting in 2021. You can find them on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. So PPN is Party Planners Network. That's Debbie's group. Mm -hmm. We love Debbie. So she's a great supporter of the podcast. But they're going to do a 2.1. I, th- I think she should do PPN 3.0, but she wants 2.1. Okay. So that's going to... For, for 2021, 2.1. Oh, God, that's smart. There it yeah, is. I, I, didn't, I didn't catch that's that. That's why. Yeah, oh. so PPN 2.1 will be expanding into the Jacksonville and Tampa network areas. So if you know anyone in those areas that might benefit from uh, an organization much like the one that we have here, please do reach out to Debbie uh, so she can get that contact information. Yeah, you definitely want to get involved with them. And she's going full force on this now. So PPN is cool. going to be... Quite the organization. So we had a bunch of birthdays this week. My goodness. We pulled these and like, good it must thing we be don't New have Year's music Eve for this right? segment. <laughs> I, well, yeah, we're like nine months. How, oh, yeah, yeah. New Year's. <laughs> um, okay, so let's start. So first off today, happy birthday to Amani. He is not local here in Orlando. I believe he's in California. Los but Angeles. he's a fellow MPI member and a fellow podcaster. Yes, he's a big friend, friend of the podcast. Tomorrow we have a birthday for Stu Gutter. Happy birthday, Stu. Wednesday, we're celebrating Don Gilmore. Happy birthday, Don. Thursday is Sarah Gable, Kristen Spellman with the Citrus Club, and Kristen Wilson. And Jeanette Jimenez. Oh, that's four. Four and, in one day. And Jarissa Santos. Five in one day. Y'all, this is a great week. Happy birthday, everybody. Uh, ending out with a perfect Friday birthday would be for Kelly Burris of the Wizard Connection. Big Yay. fan of the show and past guest yes. as well. And then Saturday, we're celebrating Laura Fletcher. And Elizabeth Friedman and Jenna Kelly and Alyssa McKernan. Okay, Saturday's another busy day. My goodness. Uh, rounding out the week for Sunday, we have Karina Favali and Julie Adelman. 
Whoop, whoop. Happy okay. birthday, everyone. Yeah, lots of birthdays. Good birthday Hope week. you're celebrating. Check out Magical Dining, especially plug Del Frisco's. Speaking of celebrating. I was just going to say, if it's your birthday, make sure you tell them it's your birthday and get a free dessert. <laughs> Ooh, you heard it here first. Well, most restaurants do that, I would hope. Anyway, put a candle in it. Make it special. Who knows? <laughs> well, speaking of celebrating, we have a couple of engagements. Yeah. So, first of all, congratulations to Alyssa McKernan. She recently got engaged probably like two weeks ago now, two, three weeks ago. She's in the industry. She's with IMS Technologies. She's a volunteer with MPI Orlando. And she's been out networking and really hitting the market hard here in Central Florida. So, congratulations for your soon-to-be name change. Now that you said that, I know exactly who she is. Yeah. We were actually yeah. talking last night. See? I told about, you. Or someone we were fighting with on Facebook. She's having a really thing. good week because it's her birthday and she got engaged. So, good for you. Oh, well, like, 2020 is your year, girl. I like, know. Good job. Own it. But also, congratulations to Sunshine Woodyard. Um, she's also a Central Florida native, I'm going to say. She had served on the MPI Orlando board with us as well. She owns a marketing company and she helps all types of companies. Um, organizations and small businesses also got engaged. Congratulations. Got a new job out here. And this is a good friend of mine, Jen Wilson. I've known her for about 15 years. We went to college together. She's been searching for a job for a little while. So this is great to hear that she's now going to be the account executive with NEC Display Solutions. Very cool. Congratulations, Jen. All right. Guess what? Now it's time for Sports Ball with Selena. Crack the bat. What's going on, Selena? What's happening in your world? That was so cute. Okay. Well, so what I know is that Orlando City tied with Atlanta and then Atlanta scored in the last minute of the game. So that's why they tied. Did you watch that game? Um, no, but I was there-ish. Wait, what? Okay, so, so I was... I'm looking for houses. And right now, if I want a new build, I basically have to buy a house there by the stadium. Um, and that's Don't a no it. for me. Uh-huh. Um, or I have to go super far, like Claremont or Stanford. And so anyway, so I was around there and then I saw people go into the game. So that was That cool. was a super frustrating game to watch. It was tough. I was they, there with my son. Yeah, there was just a few, like literally two minutes left in the game. And it just felt like they just gave up and um, the defense wasn't there for the goaltender. It happens. You have to be on the whole time. On guys. the whole time. We're not done until we're done. Hello. Blow the whistle. But you know who's not done is the Lightning. Tell yeah. Us. So the Lightning are still holding on. They're out playing um, and they're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> they moved from where they Joe moved to. Joe explained this to me. Yes, where they moved I, to. They're now playing in Edmonton. Okay. And who all is in Edmonton as far as like the East Conference? I don't know. And not not the Blues. Not the Blues. Correct. So they're going to finish up the Stanley Cup Finals in Edmonton, Canada. What's next? Um, so next we have the Rays. They're tearing it up in Tampa. They're like the number one team in baseball. Isn't okay. that funny? That's, That's awesome. fun. Things we it. thought would never happen. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> UCF football is starting this week. Uh, last week. Yeah. Oh, this week. Saturday. In Atlanta, they'll be this playing week. Georgia Tech. Yay. That's why Dave's ready to get on a plane. Yeah. And then last but not least, because you know all the sports, LPGA is adding a stop in Orlando. Where at? They're going to be at Mission Inn. Oh, okay. Which is in that Lake counts. County. Okay. And it's for the Symmetra Tour. That's Selena, what I'm You did a great job with sports ball. Very good. Segment is just getting even better. I just say words. You I should get the know. coach's award. Well, cool. speaking of awards, you got a scholarship. Tell us about the scholarship oh, you got. Thanks, Congratulations. Friends. So I wish I knew all of them so I could announce them right now, but they will be announced today, Monday the 14th. But NASA Orlando gave out scholarships for CPCE Fast Track, um, which means I can now attend the Fast Track class and apply for my application and study and take a test and hopefully pass. And then my name will have more acronyms on it. So what are the current acronyms you have? So the one I display is CMP. Okay. 
2020. Um, I'm also a CGSP, but I don't market that. And then I'm adding this one. What's oh. funny, I was telling my family when I got the scholarship, I sent them a text and because we communicate via, via group chat. And my little sister said, when you look up, when you Google my little sister's name and then you look at Google Images, my certifications show up for her name. Good for her. It's nice. hilarious. No work so, all again. Ride your sister. Well, yeah, like <laughs> she's the lawyer, yet I get <laughs> So Joe has a couple of uh, letters behind her name. I got a couple as well, mm-hmm. CMP. Same. Susie, you have a few, don't you? I do. I have MSC. I have a master's degree in tourism management and then last year i did my cha that was super hard cha stands for certified hospitality administrator it's the highest one you can get as a hotelier that's through uh, (laughs) ahla yeah okay nice super hard speaking of acronyms uh amy Pryor can add uh, three letters to her name she passed her cmp congratulations her that's great we were talking about that at the last glittering hour and then speaking more of Susie. A couple of your hotels won some awards. You want to tell us about those? Yeah, the Best Western International Drive and the Comfort Inn International Drive both are 2020 Traveler's Choice Award winners with TripAdvisor. So super proud of that. We actually got five in our portfolio of hotels too that got Traveler's Choice Awards. That's amazing. Yeah, that just goes to show the customer service. That's the first thing I think of. I always say you can get a bed anywhere, but you got to give them the service. Kill them with kindness. I'm into it. That's awesome. Congratulations. We've got a wedding update for Joe. It's like one month ago now, right? No, it's two. two. It's two two months today, actually. And we have a call with our venue today to see if we have to push or not. I was like holding on to the last second for everything. We have our RSVPs in. We have 90 people. And... They're, they're allowing 36 until this phone call. So I'm hoping that – and I've looked at the Kentucky like laws, and they're, they're still at 36. They're at 50% capacity, all of the things, and we have to have that conversation today. So Good luck. Wah, Fingers wah, crossed. Wah. Hey, I just um, – I've never been to Kentucky, but I just won on the Derby on Saturday. You did? You yeah. did? I saw I bet that. on the winner. I couldn't believe it. I mean, you can't bet in Florida, of course. So I had my dad do it in the UK. Very and nice. put on $20 to win, $300. Heck yeah. Sweet. Selena, who won that? I have no idea. This oh. is Number a horse thing? authentic. Yeah, the Kentucky Derby. She said, uh-huh. this is a horse uh, thing? This is a horse thing. <laughs> oh, God. oh, Selena. And Florida people can't <laughs> bid. Well, you can't really gamble online in Florida uh-huh. on horses. So okay, I, have to, I have to gamble out of state. I have connections. And you did it like out of country, which I think. Yeah, out of country. Like, like you could have I'll always find a way. Yeah, you could have been like <laughs> Vegas or like Louisiana, yeah. Mississippi. But like the horse that. was called Authentic and I just got like a really Aww. super good vibe. I didn't know you couldn't it, bet so. in Florida. Wait, so Authentic won? Authentic mm-hmm. won. You yeah. guys, that's so cute. He led the whole way, which is on you. It's a horse thing. I didn't know about that. Is this a horse thing? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to reuse that. And it won't even be applicable, but I'm going to reuse it anyway. <laughs> but Kentucky Derby was pretty much virtual. They only had trainers and, you know, anyone related to the horses there. They didn't have spectators this year. Even though they pushed from May to September, they still had to go ahead and not have spectators, which was kind of sad. Yeah, I don't think it my venue is going to go up in size. Is it in Louisville? Even. Yeah, it's uh, in Frankfurt, oh. just outside of Louisville, yeah. More in the biz, the best place to work has announced that Arthur's Catering is one of those places. Is one of the best places to work. Yeah. So congratulations. That was Orlando Business Journals who had their nominations and their award announcements and Arthur's Catering won. So for a small business in this industry who's been around for... Like ever. Yeah. Pretty much. Decades. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulations. Has your thoughts on Walmart changed at all, Joe? <laughs> no. Didn't one of you guys post something about Walmart and I just sent a gift that was just like, I don't care. <laughs> but, but Walmart is trying to compete with Amazon. On. What, uh, good luck. But they are. Good luck. 
Amazon is like the monster. It's the big gorilla. How are you going to like beat that? Okay, you know how you pay for Amazon and you get like two-day shipping or something? Yeah. Well, if you pay for Walmart service, you get it same day. That's yeah. how. Well, I feel how like they'll be more successful with online shopping because the thing for me about Walmart is the carts are all just busted up. Thank I don't you. want to go into Walmart. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I will shop online for any store if you have what I need. That Thank you so much. But I don't want to go in. People are the worst in the parking lot. And I, I just don't like going in. I feel like you're pushing your car straight and it's going left the oh, whole yeah, time. Oh, yeah, they're drunk the whole time. <laughs> the wheel is yeah. just broken and annoying. What is wrong with those There's something. And then, the I, and then I go to shaking. Target right after. I'm like, this is a cloud. It's so smooth. It's a plastic <laughs> wheel. Like, mind blown. Anyway, you can look it up. Walmart has their own service now. I think it's called Walmart Plus. Well, if Amazon's hiring 33,000 people, then Walmart needs to There's do a There's a fight going on. However, all this means to me is that there's more jobs in the marketplace. Because if somebody has to deliver my Walmart order to my house same day, that means Walmart's going to have to hire people to deliver to me so that means more jobs and then obviously they're going to have some kind of manager to oversee the area so that's another job there mm-hmm. and maybe eventually so. they'll be able to afford to get new carts yes <laughs> new carts in the plans yes and then we um, can all go oh, to the store again and there's something like i was reading the walmart benefits and there's something about like where you don't have to wait in a line there's some kind of vip no line it's service. online no there's something walmart where like VIP. you don't have to check out i don't know it's magic so look at it if you hate walmart have you done the drive up you can like drive up and they put it in your Car. I have not cool. used. That's the only I'm way not, I'm doing it. I think it. it's because I'm not a mom. You feel like you're so not you're worthy enough be a to, mom do to do that. I'm not doing like the shop cart, Instacart, delivery, pick up, any of those. I just go into the store because you. That's very nice. Because it's very you. easy for you to go. Just you to worry about. Yeah, yeah, I think there's no. That's that. Yeah. I bring my dog so I don't feel as guilty. Is it a service? Mm-hmm. No, like not in the store. Like I bring my oh. dog in my car and then I don't feel bad doing the pickup. Couldn't bring him in. So I'm like eating out of my solo cup. <laughs> oh joe so we got a new venue cypress creek farmhouse opens october 13th where is this that's a great question it's local to central florida the owners have been attending the cfwa meetings they're excited that their grand opening is taking place in october they've been getting ready i mean it's a wonderful team it's a great space check it out Cypress okay. Creek. Will they take 90 people? <laughs> um, probably. Yeah. You want to? Yeah. See, but if you have in Orlando, you're going to have like 92. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have like 100. 90, right. Four. Yeah. We're right. crashing. Guess oh, I'm maybe 92. And now that I said where it's going to be and you already know the date, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Lions Pub is gone, but in its place is the house. Yeah. So the house on church is going to be a new, well, not really new venue. Same space, different name. It's from the owners of Crest Chop House just down the street. And they're going to be place. opening potentially October, November is what they're aiming for. And it's spelled H-A-U-S. Yes. House. So, which is German, German, right? Yeah, house. Yeah. I just don't know. When I read about it, it didn't seem very German, but there is going to be like live music on each level. Um, it seems very interactive. They're opening with all the social distancing uh, parameters. Um, and again, this fall. Let's talk about the tourist development tax revenue. Yeah, David. Lack about it. Shall this... we talk about the lack of TDT? Yeah. Yes. Tell us, Susie. Tell us. <laughs> I mean, it's about... <laughs> going up. So if you go month to month, it's great. But if you go to year to year, yeah, it's not it's great. It's just dire. And no one expected it to. But basically, Orange County's comptroller, Phil Diamond, announced that the TDT collection, which is the resort tax, uh, in July of 2020 was $5.1 million. 
And that's a 77% decrease from July just of huge. 19. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's However, astronomical. See, good However, job. the July collection is nearly double June's yes. 2020 collection. From which month is to month. 2.6. Yeah. And we'll get great. August in a few weeks, like the beginning of October. We'll see what August How is. do you feel about that? Do you think it'll be up? Yeah. Somewhere? I mean, we're getting busier at our hotels every week. Um, we just sold out both my hotels and I drive for Labor Day weekend, which that's is amazing. awesome. Labor it was the first sellout huge. since March 6th, but who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was great. I know a lot of hoteliers did really well this weekend. And the um, theme parks, too. Yep. It's traditionally in our market the time where leisure travel kind of comes to an end and it kind Uh-oh. of picks up in convention and international tourism, which is the two pieces that are still missing. So we'll see over the next you know month or two. It will still be a lot of locals, a lot of domestic U.S. Um, coming to Orlando. And the comptroller, Phil Diamond, he, he mentioned that this was due to the safety measures adopted by the county and tour- tourism industry. Mm-hmm. And that they have reported no instances of the virus outbreak at the theme parks. Correct. Yeah. Which they haven't true. traced anything back. I've been to the theme parks. As a local, I don't usually go in July and August. It's 100 degrees outside. Right. But this year, I've totally taken advantage of the lower crowds. And I've been to three different theme parks. And I went over to Bush Gardens in Tampa, too. And all of them are doing great with the social distancing. You know, everyone's following the decals on the floor. You're wearing your masks. If you need to demask, there's mask free areas to like have a mask break and, you know, sanitizers everywhere. I feel like it's one of the safest places to be see now i feel like i might do the end of the year disney pass because you said that <laughs> like i hear from everybody but when Susie says it i'm like okay maybe i'll go i i love going when it's like in the 80s not the 90s yeah. temperature wise i can't wait but for it to go down a i have bit. definitely taken advantage of these lower crowds october and, sounds good to me yeah well speaking of disney disney has decided to cancel christmas yeah what? like the holiday no Yes, it's true. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. I mean, I love how we're all on the same page that Halloween is happening. Halloween is um, definitely Christmas happening. might not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. So Disney has decided to cancel Christmas. And what we mean by that is that uh, it sounds worse than it is. There's going to be no Mickey's Christmas party this year. Um, so Disney World will be canceling that event. However, they will still be hosting several um, smaller, more intimate things um, throughout the holiday season. You can find them at all of the parks, some things with Minnie and other characters as well. Toy Soldiers will still do a little play on Main Street and a couple other things. So there'll still be a little bit of the Christmas cheer, but not from Mickey. And the decorations are always gorgeous at mm-hmm. Christmas. I love those like specials you can watch when they like flip it from Halloween yes. to Christmas overnight. Like, that's yeah, the when they do like, thing. the time thing, the time lapse. Yeah, thing. yeah, I love that. And speaking of Christmas, Gaylord is also canceling it. But not really. Gaylord um, holds a special place in my heart yeah. still, even though I'm not there anymore. But yeah, they're doing awesome. No ice this year, which is sad. Which um, is just... They've been doing ice since probably, China, for, what, 20 years now? Yeah, I've been to every year for like 10 years. Uh, and I've never been. I've never been what? either. <laughs> next, next year <laughs> we're going. Once. Next year. But yeah, the artisans come from uh, Harbin, China, so they can't bring them here right now. So Okay. Kind the, of that's kind of the story With 2020, oh, we just... Uh, like the people pivot. that make it ice yes. pretty? Yeah, they carve the ice out of giant blocks and wow. color them. And you've got to see next year. It's awesome. Yeah, but How I do they make that place so cold, though? Uh, a lot of chillers. A lot of chillers. Okay. Have you ever it's, been it's to a Tony enclosed? Robbins event? Yeah. They do it in the exhibit hall of um, the convention center. But then within the exhibit hall, there's another, you go into a building within the exhibit hall? Yes. That's how they go. Okay. Yep. And they do it all the Gaylords too. But yeah, this year they're pivoting as is 2020 and doing a different event. But I love what they're coming out with. Yeah. This is a new Christmas pop-up at the Gaylord Palms. It's going to let guests walk through holiday movie scenes, which I know you're really excited about. I'm so excited. You get to be an elf and 
National no Lampoon's thing. Christmas Vacation. Yeah, so you get to go through that candy cane forest on your way into other scenes from A Christmas Story, The Polar Express, Elf, and as you mentioned, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, and The Year Without Santa Claus. So plenty of different um, experiences for people to walk through. I think this is going to be so cool and i'm a big fan of elf so that's so exciting and now i'm curious next year what are you gonna do like if this is so amazing and we all love both. it they'll right. have to do so, like, this event you'll yeah. have to. is that gonna be free then no there's still tickets available and okay. i believe that they go on sale october, october 1st. 1st yeah okay. well we've got Susie brady here so let's talk to her let's I feel talk like i've her. already been talking but sure yeah, you're, you're <laughs> one of those those uh, guests that just kind of talks to the show which we love yeah i'm a middle child i interject all over the perfect place. no we want oh that gosh, some funny. people just sit there and just Wait for their turn. I know. Like, you're being very patient, and we're not very polite. Um, okay, so, Susie, we're excited to have you here. Let's learn more about you. So, like, how did you get here? <laughs> how did I get here? <laughs> on, a, on a plane. It's funny, because <laughs> David and I met through the industry, and we met on Facebook, and he's like, I didn't know you were British until recently. Like, you're not British on Facebook, but, Definitely yeah, here's should, yeah. the accent. You have to post more videos so he understands. Yeah, right? So, that would have been good, yeah. I've been in Florida for almost 10 years. It'll be 10 years in April. I moved here for my husband's job. We both worked for Merlin Entertainment, and he opened Legoland Florida, so that's how we ended up in Florida. And you had three weeks to pretty much get yeah, here. Yeah, from the time he got the job offer to the actual immigration, yes, yeah, three weeks, not much time to prepare at all. And I was still in process of getting my green card. I applied at the U.S. Embassy in London and it was still pending and everything. So I couldn't work when I first got here. So I had a new baby. So I spent some time with him, which is awesome. But also I volunteered at Give Kids the World for almost eight months, which was just an awesome experience. Um, and then my first job was at Gaylord Palms here in Orlando. They gave me my first home. Speaking of Give Kids the World, that's how you kind of got on my radar because you jumped off the Hyatt we didn't jump. We repelled. You can't win with this guy. <laughs> Joe and I repelled yes. on Valentine's like, Day. That lady's yeah. a badass because you know Joe's a badass. Yeah. She's also jumping off. Yeah, like, we were like high-fived on the top, like up there. We were basically like crossing paths. I was getting done and she was just arriving. Yeah. So She was, was pretending good. it was fine because I was about to go down. I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's fine. Good. You're going to love it. Uh, it did start to rain, but it's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a crazy experience. You know, I've done some other fundraising things for Give Kids a World, but nothing like that. And um, I've repelled before, but only like 90 feet. And that yeah, was a lot more than 90 feet. stories. It's huge. Yeah, what is that? Like 400 feet? It was something stupid. I don't remember 10, how they work out. Like, yeah. yeah, I think it's less than that because that's what the eye is. So it's a little bit lower than that. I guess 300 feet. It's 32 stories anyway. That's all I remember. And I felt every story we went down. I've, I kept <laughs> thinking, I'm like, I feel like I have to be halfway down, you know? And then I would yeah. look over and I'm like, Still I'm going. not halfway down. Still going. No. So how did you raise the money for that? Because I know with Joe, we helped through the podcast. Mm -hmm. Friends, family, and I'm on the CFHLA board of directors. We went to Tallahassee for Tourism Day, and um, we hit up everyone on the bus on the way back. They basically weren't allowed to disembark until they gave money. Um, <laughs> Smart. Here's my Venmo. Thank <laughs> it's a great you. strategy. Thanks, Chris Mueller from Hilton Orlando for coordinating that. And yeah, um, just friends, family, online. Yeah, okay. I'm going to do it again. You are right? going to do it. Yes. Okay. That was my next I haven't question. registered yet, but I am going to do it again. Are you going to do it again, Joe? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, Come on. Well, I, I want to share the love, and I want... So obviously we have a lot of listeners that did show their interest in perhaps doing that this year. So if we're all asking for money from the same people, I don't know how great it's going to be. So I want somebody else to have that experience so I can contribute so can in another fashion. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you are interested in repelling down the Hyatt Regency, which we both give two thumbs up for our experiences, uh, please reach out to me uh, through the podcast and we will get you in touch yeah, with Omar. We'll, we'll help uh, support you. Absolutely. We'll definitely make sure that you have the um, exposure to start that fundraising right now. 
Yeah. So you spoke about CFHLA, which yep. is uh, Central Florida Hotel Lodging Association, if you don't know. What are some of the other groups that you're involved in? Oh, my gosh. Um, SCAL International Orlando Chapter, Tribe International Orlando Chapter. I, I mean, HSMII Orlando Chapter. And am I forgetting anybody? I all the mean, letters. All, yeah. all, all of the acronyms I can That's pronounce. a lot, especially with your job right. position. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With that my two jobs, alone. my two kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I fit it all in. I don't, I don't know. know. She'll just meet us for lunch I one secretly day. cloned yeah. myself last year. No one knows yet. You have There's to. a I few mean, Susies out there. As you're saying, you have two jobs. You're the area GM for two. Like two you're, sets you're of two. two. Yeah, two sets of two. So traditionally, this position is for two hotels, right? Right. And you, you have four. It's just a COVID-19 temporary thing. Yeah. I'm transitioning over to the new openings, but I'm just, we're not backfilling my other role yet. I'm kind of handling both in this interim period. And she still has a smile on her face. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> and it's early too. I love this industry. <laughs> I love my teams. I love the people and, you know, I want us to succeed. So, you know, whatever we got to do this year, that's how it is. And quite an accomplishment. You're very young and we're able to accomplish all these things. That's just an, an amazing to me. I think that that's fantastic that you're able to do all that. Yeah, Susie's yeah. very young and you're GM of four hotels. How did that happen? How do you think, what do you attribute to that success? Task force. Um, <laughs> well, yep, maybe task force, yeah. <laughs> uh, I always say to people to go for task force because I was on the task force for, we were doing a lot of acquisitions back in 2017 at my company, 81 Global. And, um, you know, just got exposure, got to learn a lot of different brands very quickly. And when we needed to plug in a GM, I was kind of ready. It was the right place, right time. And you know, and then last year they're like, well, we've run one. What about two? And then this year they're like, how about a new two? <laughs> you know, it just keeps going. It snowballs from well, there. Selena was asking. She's like, I'm always on the, these task force. Should I still do it? And yes. Susie's like, yes. Task force, <laughs> always. Yep. If you say so, <laughs> I got it. How did you get into this industry? So we know you started volunteering Give Kids the World and then Gaylord and well, actually, before hotels and before I lived in Florida, I worked in the theme park industry. Um, I went to school for psychology and counseling. I'm a qualified counselor. Thank um, God you're here. <laughs> <laughs> which has come really handy in yeah, my job, actually. I, I feel like it's a degree in life. I was working the summers at Legoland Windsor in the UK and just fell in love with helping people do experiences and you know, dealing with families, dealing with employees, kept getting promoted there. And one summer, I just decided I was going to do my master's, not in psychology at all, but in tourism management. Hmm. And so I did that and they helped fund that at Legoland. And then I moved to another rides park in the UK called Thorpe Park. And I did almost 10 years in theme parks before I moved here. Um, But because in my uh, tourism management degree, we also covered lodging and a lot of other segments, I wanted to do lodging. And the move to Florida seemed like a perfect time to start something new. So that's when I went to work for Gaylord and Marriott International and started there about nine years ago. That's awesome. So you've been here for nine years. Mm -hmm. Have you become an American citizen yet? Because I I know that process is tough, right? I have not. I have a 10-year green card right now, and I have been able to be a citizen for the last few years. I keep making it my New Year's resolution for like three years in a row. (laughs) I never get around to it because there is an exam associated, and I have little time, um, spare time. But I do want to do that in the next year. It is coming up. You have to. (laughs) Yes. Plus, there's an election coming, and I should really vote. Yeah, Yeah, it took took my mom 11 years. (laughs) Yeah. So you it's one of those things you always <laughs> you mean to get round to. I guess so. Yeah, she so, had a green card until. Oh wait. What were yeah. some of the challenges of like acclimating to being in the U.S.? I mean, she already knew about the red solo cup, so I think yeah, that's a currency like, exchange. Red, you go to a party with red solo cup and deviled eggs, and everybody loves deviled you. eggs. Yes, <laughs> I do. You love know what you're doing eggs. too. Sucker for those. No, it, it was weird at first. I mean, I remember when I started doing stand-up meetings for the staff at Gaylord Palms, I would have my accent and 
called things different names and they would look at me like crazy. I'm like, oh, that must be an English thing. I guess that doesn't translate into American. Yeah. Even though it's the same thing. You're both yeah. doing the same thing. You just call it something different. They had a five-minute talk about counterfeit notes. And to us, that's like money. And mm-hmm. yeah. they're like, what notes are you talking Are you talking about bills? Like counterfeit bills? I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So there was a lot of like word things. But I was married to an American um, already. So I kind of knew some of them. But I learned a whole lot more when I got here different names for everything i thought it was english it seems like american english i feel like i speak two languages now driving on the other side of the road that was another one now i can flip back and forth i go home to england and i just switch oh it's like when you flip we don't flip here (laughs) that's the scariest thing when i've gotten to go to london a couple of times and and i like to run and you run and you're used to looking like this what is it yeah that way yeah yeah everyone's coming from different directions i almost got hit twice (laughs) you gotta be careful about that be careful (laughs) at the roundabouts no one knows what to do there oh that's really tough so when we were in ireland they obviously drive on the opposite side of the road as well Mm -hmm. and we had a rental car and I tell you what, we almost peed our pants first hour <laughs> because like through fear and laughter, I don't even know which one more, but like we just did not know. It was all like, it's the scariest thing in the world. Roundabouts in general, no one really knows what to do with them, yeah. but even more over there. It was like my first time on I-4. That was fun. Oh, oh yeah. No one knows what to do I there I just imagine that as the movie Clueless when she's like, we're going to go to the interstate. And they're like all screaming. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would imagine. So one last question. What's next? Do you think you'll stay in Orlando? Do you want to maybe go somewhere else or? Yeah, no, I love the Orlando market. I can't imagine leaving. My husband works in the industry, sort of. He's at Universal Studios, so we love this area. Obviously, starting the transition, the new hotels uh, opening December or January. So I see myself there for a few years. That's kind of my next step. And then beyond that, who knows? More hotels. Just add them up. (laughs) Collecting hotels like Monopoly. All right. I have 16. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hopefully, you'll stick around for the rest. The RSVP. And before we talk about the RSVP, let's tell you about the Pub Orlando. You probably know the Pub Orlando was recently voted the best fish and chips in the U.S., but what you may be missing out on is their incredible happy hour. Every single day from 3 to 7 at their location in Point Orlando, we're talking about $3.25 beers, $5 Imperial pints, just think 20 ounces of ice cold Guinness it's not even March, $4 cocktails, and $5.51, plus you can get many of their apps for just $5. But what we really want to tell you about is a brand new answer to Magical Dining, the Royal Feast for $35. Yeah, just like Magical Dining, you can get a three-course meal. But what sets them apart is that it also includes a 14-ounce pub bite or a glass of wine. So you can get that famous fish and chips as an entree option. Or to get you really into the English spirit, they added two new entrees specifically for this menu. Are you in the wedding biz? Well, did you know the pub is jumping on the micro wedding train? Check them out on September 20th at the Florida Wedding Expo, where they'll be introducing their brand new wedding package. So, uh, on to the RSVP. We've got the swag meetup taking place tonight. Couldn't be more excited to have everyone there today. So, obviously, if you've called around anywhere for reservations, you're not going to get a large party. But the Ocean Prime on Sand Lake Road has done us a huge favor and allowed us a party of 10 this evening. So, uh, we do have that sold out tonight and look forward to seeing all of our swaggers at Ocean Prime. We might actually have one spot open up. So, oh. check if you're listening to this on Monday morning. There Reach might, out. There might be a spot open, so we shall see. More this week, we have the Inquisitor Wine. They're doing another happy hour that's going to take place on the 17th at 5 p.m. And they're going to be featuring Sauvignon Blanc. And it's virtual, so mm-hmm. you can pick up your bottle of wine beforehand and then jump on and learn all about it. It's very educational and fun. Well, I like it. Well, prior to that, actually, you can have coffee. So you can have coffee and wine that day. Uh, MPI is doing their coffee it's talk. standard Thursday for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Every day. normal day, right? <laughs> 
11.30 a.m. on Zoom, I believe, and it, it costs around $10. So we have Renee Rodabaugh. Uh, she's the president and CEO of Paragon Events. So um, she'll be presenting a joint virtual education program with the MPI Orlando and MPI Virginia chapters, uh, focusing as a master your crisis management playbook like a pro. So it's going to be talking about crisis management and how you can master that uh, again at 11.30 to 1 o'clock. It's a little bit longer than a normal coffee talk would be. It's just going to be filled with content and a great time. We're going to start networking from 11 to 12 and then the presentation begins cfwa the summit is taking place on september 22nd out at mission in as long <laughs> as you're in howie at the hills it's fine yeah how, the across. place in howie at the hills is where they're going to be and we talked about that a couple weeks ago when we had shannon Tarrant on the show so tune back for that one mpi has moved their virtual escape room event to september 23rd that's going to take place from five to six nace is going to have their virtual wine tasting and charcuterie is that you said that one? Charcuterie, yes. Charcuterie. Yes. Charcuterie tasting. There's that joke out there that the reason that we love mimosas and charcuterie so much is because we grew up on Sunny D and Lunchables. Well, this is the perfect time to do that. Um, I believe Arthur's is providing the charcuterie plates. And you know a little bit more about this, Selena? Yeah. And then uh, ABC Liquor has provided the bottle of wine that you can add for $5. Um, so you can choose to pick up the charcuterie and wine at Arthur's the day before or the day of. And then you just log on. We'll all be on zoom for an hour we'll have arthur's talk about the pairing and how it works it's a mixture of salty and sweet so there will be some chocolate on there hopefully um <laughs> and if you're not able to pick it up but you're within 20 miles of arthur's we can also deliver it to you and there's an option for that as well when you register so it's just a fun um mix and play we're all getting on zoom together we're learning and we're eating swag is going to have their october takeover we're going to go to tapatoro which is in icon park going to be at one o'clock on the 8th of october so if you can't make it to the meetup tonight if you weren't able to secure a space definitely come out for that traditional lunch swag takeover that we do i heard a rumor that you're actually going to be able to meet a new baby there if you get there early enough. she'll be there beforehand to let us meet a little sweet baby what's that baby's name michaela <laughs> <laughs> i went through all the names of all my friends babies yeah, real quick <laughs> That's so funny. but michaela drew fox will be Stopping by to say hi. All right, GMF is in action this week. They're going to be over at the Ocean Prime. You probably go to those, right? Yeah, I go to GMF events. Yeah, we've seen you at those. And well, not, maybe not me, but we've seen you at those. Uh, Ocean <laughs> Prime, uh, that's going to be on Friday the 18th. And then they're back again in October. They just announced this uh, last week. They'll be at Tapatoro as well on the 9th of October. So you have a lot of opportunities to go to Tapatoro next month. Yeah, the paella there is exquisite. Oh, I want it. I'm so excited. I don't have enough patience to make things like that. It takes forever. Paella. Paella. Okay, well, I think that does it for our show today, huh? We did it. Wow, we're, we're definitely out of tape. <laughs> <laughs> if you made it this far, thank you so much. <laughs> I want to thank our sponsors, I Said Yes, PPN, and The Pub Orlando for helping to support the show. Uh, you can always support us uh, on our Venmo at, at Swag and Repeat. Just a couple bucks it always helps uh, anytime you can do that. And next week we have Brant Menzoir, a new uh, author of a new book. We'll come on the show, uh, followed by... Steve Klamanakis. I was wondering why they were pointing to me. Like, can you... It's <laughs> we're, fine. We're not... He'll be on the show and we still won't even be able to pronounce his name. Steve, a.k.a. Stavros Klamanakis, will be here. Oh my gosh. Wait, what did you just say? His real name is Stavros, but he goes by Steve. Stavros? That's his real name. Yeah, it's and I like that better. Oh, Me too. Awesome. But he goes by Steve because we're in America. The following week <laughs> on October the 2nd, we have Brittany Boucher of NACE. And Orlando Wedding and Party Rentals. Absolutely. Then we have Kristen Wilson with... Our DJ, Our DJ rocks. rocks and the Our photo, photo booth. booth rocks. Our photo booth rocks. She's yeah. also on the Rosen Event Advisory Board. Yep, we still have that one... 
open spot. Somebody will be here on October 16th. And then we come back with Libby Anderson and Ralph Robinson in the following two weeks. So that's our show for today. Thank you so much. Uh, Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram especially. Thanks, all. Have a great week. Bye. You are listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry.